The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Corn Booth Podcast. I am your host, Jared Clem, alongside my co-host, Matt Ordazzo, and the recently promoted, the shade-wearing, Brazil jersey-wearing, beer-drinking, degenerate we love so much. Congratulations to Chris. He's now a full-time co-host of the Corner Booth Podcast. Um, I think he graduated, Matt, a little too fast to be uh, considered an intern. <laughs> I mean, for for all intents and purposes, if future employers are asking, yes, he's still an intern, but we don't we don't get he's not he can't call me boss man anymore. Damn it! <laughs> it was a uh, fucking uh, Nate still calls me sir, and it drives me fucking ballistic. <laughs> I love Nate to death, man, but I cannot do those. Yes, sir. I'm like Nate, I'm five years older than you. Stop it! <laughs> Just, I'm not uh, Send a letter to his university and be like, hey, he was so great. We hired him. So if you can just expedite his graduation, everything would be great. <laughs> yeah, get rid of him. We'll keep him. <laughs> what, is that a, what kind of beer is that? It's not a Blue Moon. Nah, dude, I love Blue Moon. This is Harp. It's a, uh, a lager oh, from Dublin. Yeah. Pretty good. Ooh. I just found a six-pack of that at a at, uh, supermarket. They're selling a bunch of alcohol there. So I'm like, you know what? I've had this beer before. Let me try the bottle version. Give it a whirl. It's not bad. There you go. It bleeds red like me. Irish guy. There you go, buddy. So Lipoff is an Irish name? No, well, my mom's last name is, is an Irish name. Lipoff, it's funny. It's it's French. I uh, oh, found that God. out recently. I just, I promoted a French Yeah. I would have thought it was German kidding. or something. I'm just kidding. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> All right. We're going to get started here. We had a wild weekend. Um, I went undefeated in college except for the house upset. And it all came down to one fucking game in Jacksonville. And I'm not happy. I had seven points this week. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> Oh, my God. You know, this is what I get. I didn't need an upset pick. I got greedy and tried to take the sexy pick. I tried to take the Jaguars. I'm not happy about it. Like, fuck. My upset missed by, like, eight points. I was so upset. I knew I figured they weren't going to probably win regardless, but I, I was like, ah, maybe USC will just show them, like, ah, we can't get embarrassed too many times in a row. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I mean, he'll still. Brother, I'm just warning you now. He's uh, he's probably still gonna wind up going top ten, man. But he does not deserve to be top ten. I. He's... My neighbor was asking me after uh, on Saturday. We were all watching uh Miami Florida State together, and he's like, "Hey, where do you think Williams is going?" I'm like, "Yo, my dad has a opinion. He ain't going one." And he goes, "Really?" I'm like, "It's Drake May and Drake May and Drake May." 
they're going to talk about it later in the season. He's going to have a good bowl performance. He's probably going to smoke whoever they play in the ACC title game, probably Louisville. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, probably Florida State. It'll probably be Florida State, North Carolina again. North Carolina will upset Florida State because Florida State, as Miami proved on Friday, I mean, on Saturday, is soft. Miami punched them in the mouth repeatedly. It took three, like, clearly rigged calls. Even, like, the ace, even, like, college football accounts that do not like Miami were like, okay, this is ridiculous. They were like, even, like, Greg McElroy on the broadcast was like, how do you miss that call? They basically took a safety off the board, or they didn't give him a safety, even though Jordan Travis cleared in the end zone. There was a fumbled punt that even though Miami came away with the ball, they still gave it to Florida State. There was a bunch of them that led to like Florida State scores. And and we still had the ball with a shot to win. And prayers up for Emory Williams. His forearms fucking shattered. Like it came through the bone and shit. I mean, it came through the skin. Hopefully he's back next year for um next year because I don't want Tyler Van dumbass, Tyler Van interception, Tyler Van turnover, catching the ball. I mean, he's playing for us on uh on Saturday against Louisville, but I'm like, I'm going to see them in two weeks against, um, against BC. And I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see our boy, Jacurry Brown, who's like Anthony Richardson, but untamed. I want to see this dude play ball, but it's, it's uncomfortable being a Canes fan. That was the upset house upset. So for any of you who betted that, um, shout out to my boy, uh, Jeffrey and my boy, a train who fearlessly bet the, uh, Miami did cover though. Great teams cover guys. Um, damn right. But on Saturday, I was watching this game as I went on a 40th minute tangent about the fucking hurricanes, as I usually do. Um, I said Drake May is going to be number one overall pick. I do not like Caleb Williams in the sense that he is not a guy I'm going to build an offense around tomorrow. I can plug Drake May, much like CJ Stroud, like we, me and Matt and Mason talked about back in April. We said, hey, you put this guy in offense tomorrow, he will score points because he's built to play the position from the jump. There's no learning curve. There's no time to incubate. Why Patrick Holmes is so successful? He sat by one of the best like career journeyman starters in NFL in recent NFL memory in Alex Smith. Had an amazing head coach, Andy Reid, a plethora of good offensive coordinators, and, you know, arguably the greatest tight end of all time, Mr. Swift. And, uh, you know, he just had it made for himself, right? So my biggest thing is why are we trying to force Caleb Williams into a situation where either in New York or in Chicago or in who would be the fourth team? Because it wouldn't – I don't I don't think – I think Arizona is going to stay. New England maybe? They move on from Mac Jones? No, listen, New England, that's different because that's Bill. And Bill will make yeah. him sit by Bailey Zappi for a year or six games to learn the fucking offense. Caleb Williams goes to New England. He actually has a successful career. But he has to make it past. He will not be successful in New York. I truly do not think so. No. Drake Don't May in New York fucking scares the piss out of me. Drake May in New York is Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants for the next 20 years in a fucking like round-robin fighting match. Of who's winning the fuck? Actually, no. Let's be honest. Because if Dallas doesn't figure out this Dak situation, they're going to be just a wild card team for the next decade. But that being said, I keep trying. I keep. I I was watching Tombstone today while I was on the treadmill. I keep trying to wider my mustache. I can't do it. Um, 
Yeah, I, I I agree with. You. I mean, I think he's coming in something in the same. I think it'll be something in the vicinity of like uh, Drake May and Michael Penix go like back to back, and then I think you're going to see like Bo Nix and JJ McCarthy go before Caleb Williams at this point because I just don't mm, see how I you're going to take him with a top five pick. I think he's going to get some huh? hype towards the end of the year. I think he's going to go third. I think it, I think Penix, if he continues his Heisman role, is going to be the second quarterback off the board. One will obviously be Drake May. And then I think it's, I think Williams will still get that hype. I think the problem is is that the gap between Penix, May, and Williams, and then you go JJ McCarthy, and then you go your boy, your boy betting Bo Nix, and the rest of these schlubs like Van Van Turnover, um, and uh, who's the other one who's coming out? There's like seven um, quarterbacks who are coming out. Jaden Daniels is coming out this year. I don't think he should. I think he should have one more year of incubation, but. Um, He's a senior. Never mind. Uh, but yeah, like he's a, the, the biggest, yeah. the biggest kicker for me is that I, I look at this entire roster, top to, uh, entire quarterback class, top to bottom. I, I mean, like I said, there's two tiers, man. There's the Williams, Penix, and May tier, and then there's the rest of them. I mean, listen, I mean, I do think JJ McCarthy's a okay quarterback, but. Watching Michigan, he's not the reason they're winning games. He's good, but he's not like, oh my God, JJ McCarthy's a revelation. It's like, it's like, all right, well, he's not bad. He's not good, but he's not bad. He's just, he's, he's good. He's just okay. He's, he's a solid seven and a half quarterback on a great roster. Where with, and with, here's the thing with Bo Nix, I'm like, it shouldn't take him 45 fucking years to incubate to finally come to the league. What is this, year eight or year seven? That just scares me if I'm an OC. It's like, oh, great, another Kenny Pickett. So if you want my real honest to got opinion, I mean, a guy like Van Dyke, you take in like the fifth round, and you hope he turns into a decent starter. Guy's got the arm strength and the accuracy for it when he doesn't try to force the ball. So I look at Van Dyke. I look at – sorry, Van Dyke. Oh, sorry. Uh, Williams, I think Williams has the raw potential higher than almost anyway in this draft. But I think the best pure passer and the best overall quarterback and the highest ceiling is Drake May. Penix is kind of that wild card because I hate his release. He's a lefty, but he's just accurate as shit. He doesn't miss from long range. As Maddie, you and me got to watch in person. So I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a weird stack up. This weekend kind of kind of proved there's three good quarterbacks in this class, and then the rest are kind of meh. I think Caleb Williams will be this year's Josh Rose in the sense of, you know, he's expected to go anywhere between one to pick three and he's going to, he might slip to 10 in a sense. Like he might, he's going to be the quarterback. I think that slips like the Manziel and the Rosen and the Lamar Jacksons of the draft that are supposed to go top three, top one, top five, and wind up going somewhere between like 10 and 32 or 31. This should be interesting. We're, we're debuting a new show today. Um, we're, uh, we're our, our first game of corner booth knockout. Uh, this might be something we could do around draft time where we say, how, who, who, who gets drafted higher Say JJ McCarthy or Caleb Williams and Maddie, this could be, this could be the game, brother. I like it. We could go with that one. Well, maybe we'll go with that one. They're closer to the offseason. Obviously folks in about 20 minutes, we will go with obviously to finish uh, tw- about five, 10 minutes. We'll kick off. We'll kind of go over the one sentence game. We're talking about college football right now, obviously. And to finish the show off, we're going to debut the newest uh, segment for the corner booth that is knockout. Basically the rules are simple. I will, I will name, we'll go down the power rankings. I will name a team 
and we'll say who's more likely to win a Super Bowl in the next like who's in the next couple years. So like it would take five years for New England to win. It take three for Houston to win. Houston advances, and then as, as so on and so forth. It's just who's going to win one sooner. Like Philadelphia versus KC at that point, it's a draw. So that's how we'll kind of rank the game. So we'll kind of work our way up, but um, and we'll kind of do best two out of three. So it's there's two options. Everyone gets a vote. Winner advances. So it's pretty simple like that. All right. We're going to go back to college football quick. The other game that really, like, I wouldn't say it had me kind of like, this week one wasn't like that great in college. It was like, it was fun, but I wasn't like, oh, my stars. This is the greatest weekend of college football all time. I watched Michigan basically thump the daylights out of Penn State, even if the score didn't reflect it. I also got that was one game I watched Utah Washington. I tried to keep as much contact on as I could, but uh, Miami Florida State kind of had me watching that one. Um, we called Mizzou, baby. Mizzou is for real, bro. They are they're oh, something mean. They are mean, man. I it, something about it. They just they want to fight you. It was Battle of the Barbecues, Nashville Hot Sauce versus that uh, Missouri Slammer. And uh, the Missouri Slammer won, unfortunately. But it's, it's all right. I got my leads diminished a little bit, but still still hanging on strong, hoping for I'm sniffing. a strong next couple of weeks. Is that four I smell? That's a four. That's a four point. That's a four point game. I smell. Yeah, I'm, I'm still down a touchdown. It's like the week never happened. <laughs> Chris is just hanging in there. He's like, I'm God. I'm still alive. I'm top three, baby. Can't beat it. <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, listen. Okay, win or lose, go Tigers. Yeah, hey, listen. Nothing will be worse than Tigers. I think it was a couple years ago. I think Savannah slid like five weeks in a row. She was like down for by cat. I was in first almost the entire season. Kevin was on my tail. So was Savannah. But Savannah started making picks with her heart instead of her gut, and you just saw her fucking percentages dropping. And her and uh, I think Samir got got a bad one one year. It was just like just. Any year collapses. See where Chris is heating up. That's what makes it funny. Because most of the time the intern kind of falls off. Chris is like kind of hanging in there, swinging back. So, Chris, I think you should make yeah. a run for second place, yeah. brother. I can't wait. Oh, dude. If I if I get top two, that's gonna be dangerous. Well, I think next year we should have like based off percentages of who pays for the jersey. So, I think everyone next year what we'll do for the rules is that everyone should pay. Last place pays the most. Second place pays a percentage. And then first place basically pays for the fucking shipping. I think that's the most fair. But, like, I, we'll, we'll toss, toss that in next that's year. So fair. Because, like, DJ and Kelsey were like, yo, we want to be in this shit. I'm like, no. You got to go on every fucking show. Fuck you. <laughs> I love those two to death, but no, I'm not about it. All right. We got some great games, obviously, this yeah. week to look forward to. We have Oregon State, Washington, which is going to be fucking crazy. Um, I love how North Carolina fell almost out of the top 25 and they're like eight and two cracks me up. Um, Tennessee, Georgia should be interesting. And then obviously a game like how is Louisville only a one point favorite in Miami? I, whatever Vegas knows something we don't take Miami money line. Um, all right. So anything else on college football y'all wanted to cover before we move on? Mm, no, I, I did the idiot thing. I took Penn State just because, like, I was, like, you know, itching for points. But 
I mean, it was given that Michigan was going to win. Drew Aller just stinks. That offense yeah. is just horrendous. Just bad. Just bad. Um, I want to give a little shout out um, to the certified dog that is my dude, Anthony Edwards, for just uh, old heading uh, Draymond and just basically saying, like, making him walk off shaking hands the other night. That was, like, the greatest thing I ever watched. Oh, my God. Anthony Edwards is my fucking dude, man. I have not liked a basketball player this much since. Speaking of basketball, dude, I'm just. Your Sixers, brother, they're kicking ass. He's great. Like, Anthony Edwards is amazing. Dude, I'm loving it, dude. I just find it hilarious how the Sixers and the T-Wolves are power ranked with one and two in the league, and then the Phillies and the D-backs are playing. So, like, it's just like our teams are just like – Ever since I got in the pod, dude, our teams have just been skyrocketing. I yes, love it. You're not leaving. I'm me and Matt are gonna chain you up. <laughs> now, if only we Yeah, could... it must be it must be <laughs> nice to uh be able to do that because uh my well my team sucks right now and then my Yankees, the only thing I've got going for them is that the GM just called out John Carlos Stan's health and his freaking agent responded. So now it's a big fucking weird debacle between we'll, Brian we'll take, Cashman hey, shit, and his agent. We need a we need a power hitting outfielder because we're losing Lourdes Goriel to free agency. We'll take. Hey, listen, you guys pay half his salary. We'll take John Carlo off your hands. I mean, I'll oh, take it because the Marlins are paying. He's he's owed one hundred and forty something million dollars. Marlins are John paying Carlo, thirty something million might hit of that. Forty-eight bombs in the first month. Like yeah, that's the, the Marlins scary. are paying thirty something million of that. We're gonna we have nine. We're on the hook for like ninety-eight. I'll fucking listen. Sp- that dry I'll pay, air. I'll pay fifty injuries, million man. off of that. I'll pay fifty John million. Carlo- million. Just- John Carlo, come to the desert, brother. You literally just get to sit back. You can play DH. Yeah, go get forty-eight Please. bombs at home by twenty on the road. Set the NL home run record. Call it a day. I love you in Philly, hour and a half away from from uh, Yankee Stadium. I would love nah, him in any soft. team. He's too soft for Philadelphia. Any team, but any team but the the East, because he will go to the Orioles or the Red Sox or the Blue Jays, and it will haunt us because he'll actually be healthy the whole year. He'll hit like 45, 50 home runs, and it's, it's just going to be lose-lose because he couldn't do that in New York, except his first year he hit 40, and that was it. Fair enough. Um, I want to talk some football because last night was what the – should we be panicking about the Buffalo Bills? Like, I think it's time to smash the panic button here. And the AFC East, which was supposed to be like the best division of football this year, where like we thought the worst team in that division was going to have like seven or eight wins, may have only one team that finishes above 500. I mean, I think, let's I'll be honest. Okay, maybe the Bills. The Bills will probably finish above 500. But like, dude, there's a real chance they don't make the playoffs right now because. The Texans, are sur- the Texans are certain. The Texans are Let's let's be honest here. The AFC North is going to take up two of those spots, whether it's the Bengals, the Steelers, or the Browns. Doesn't matter. It's going to be one of them. We all know the Ravens are winning that division, but who's going to get those last two spots? And then there's also that sneaky team out of the South, quarterbacked by who I compared to Aaron Rodgers, C.J. Stroud, and my boy Tank Dell. Doing the little uh, whatever the fuck this shit. I love this fucking dance, man. I can't do it, though. Um, The Texans are that last team. Okay? And then also, by the way, there's also that team that just got Jack Jones for a bag of beans out in Las Vegas. Who's won two straight. Yes, against those two. One's a dumpster fire. One's a uh, a medical brigade in, in terms of New York teams. 
because I can't call the Jets a dumpster fire. They're just surviving off of injuries at this point. So, like, I got to give them, like, the Courage Award this year for just taking it on the shins because the Giants, like, this is the crazy thing, right? The Giants fans want to bitch how their season's gone to hell and they're getting killed. But, like, you look at their cross-stadium, like, counterparts. The Jets have had a lot of injuries and just take them on the shins. The Jets, by the way, are the only team who beat the best team in football record-wise right now, Philadelphia Eagles. They took this. They took the the Chiefs nine rounds. On top of all that, they've only gotten blown out. I think once. Whereas the Giants have gotten yeah. smoked no, five or six times. Yeah. So like, let's 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 be square here. There's a big difference between what the Jets are doing. The Jets deserve a fucking medal. Rob Sala, honestly, if they end up ma- having a winning record, deserves a nomination for player of the uh, coach of the year because yeah, he basically was given a. He was saying, "Hey, here's a shit sandwich. Try to win with it. Go." Yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, you got. I love Joe Douglas. You got to throw a lot of this on him because he did not supply the team with a quarterback. Just in like, I know we have Zach Wilson, but in case Aaron Rodgers went down, there was nothing in place besides to throw Zach Wilson in, which the intent was for him to sit and learn because he wasn't grasping anything. Um, but this, and it's just listen. Listen, we've lost our starting center. We've we've had our backup center injured. We've lost third string and second string guards and tackles. Like we're on like we're on our like fourth right tackle. And um we're on our like third right guard. We're on our third center. We are on our second left tackle. Like it's just like it, it it's just insane like how many injuries especially to the offensive line that this team has had, but I watched this team. I mean, even with Zach Wilson, this team should be at least, at least six and three right now. And I only say that because when we lost to the Patriots and we lost to the Raiders last a uh, couple nights ago, we lost because because of ourselves. Like we lost because of penalties. Like I saw Zach Wilson run a touchdown in, but it was called back because he stepped out at the two or three yard line. And then I saw Brees Hall score a touchdown that was called back because of an offensive holding. And I saw third and ones called back because of chop blocks and offsides that turned into third and 22s. And like we shot ourselves in the foot for multiple games. And the reason why we're four and five is because we've cost ourselves a couple of games because of our own penalties and our own drop passes and, and miscues and everything. Like the Hail Mary, Tyler Conklin looked like he was in in pass defense. Like Garrett Wilson's right behind him. He's got two hands on the ball. He actually, I honestly think he was going to catch that ball. Tyler Conklin was not in front of him, put one hand up to swat the ball kind of thing. And it's just, we can't get out of our own way. And that's why we're losing a lot of these teams. And it sucks because I'm trying to explain to somebody. I'm like, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, Zach Wilson is ass. Like he's not a good quarterback, but it's weird because his first two years, he was so bad. He, he was so bad. He was probably the worst quarterback in the league. But the fact, it's just weird because like he has improved this year, but he's improved up to like an uh, under average quarterback, which I know isn't like a big jump, but for him, it's a big jump. You know, it's yeah, just, no. it's, it's tough to explain because as much as it's frustrating and this team hasn't been playing good football, like last night, he looked like he played very well. He made one mistake with that interception. But he played well. He made good passes. He kept them in the game. Unfortunately, he didn't get that touchdown. But it's just weird because his completion percentage is going up. His accuracy is getting better. His decision making is getting better. But he can't find the end zone. And I, the, the offensive scheme with Hackett is not working out right now with him. I know it was designed for Rodgers. 
but it's just weird because he's progressed, but it's just, it's, it's frustrating because it's just not enough. And you have a championship defense that you just feel like you're just wasting its talent. It's, it's unfortunate what happened. And we kind of knew this was going to happen this year. And it's, it's, it's kind of the sad part about the season. And, you know, as much as I want to talk about the misery that Maddie, it could be worse. You could be the bills right now who have a, the best quarterback you've had since Jim Kelly you have a Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver, good players on defense, but nobody stays healthy. Your OC just got fired, and you're sitting in no man's land, staring on the barrel of seven or eight teams with better records than you going to the playoffs. So, to my point last night, one, hilarious, I needed Jerry Judy to score less than nine points, and I was going to win this week. He scored six. God bless. Uh, the best part I had of a, uh, I had a the best part of all this, though, I crazy. is that the Dolphins are the softest team in football and are going to walk backwards, ass backwards, into the playoffs where they will probably be thumped by one of these wild card teams in the first round. I can put money on it. But, Chris, what were you going to say? But then after this, we're going to get into a one-sentence game. But what do you got, Chris? Oh, I was just going to say, yesterday I had a similar situation in fantasy, but I was down, I think, six or seven. I was playing against Dawson Kincaid. I had Cortland Sutton, and then Sutton had that, like, unbelievable touchdown catch, and I took the lead. And then, like, I had the best five minutes of my life thinking, like, it was all going to be all high from there. And then next thing I know, Dawson Kincaid, 25-yard touchdown the other way. And I'm like, there's my night. It's over. I just find it hilarious. I had a 40. No, you can go. You finish. I was just saying, I was like, I find it hilarious how, like, the Bills just, they just beat themselves. Like, Josh Allen just, like, he just looks like a defeated man. It sucks, dude. Yeah. I, like, they, they I, throw the ball too much. They, and then when they run the ball, style, like, give me your number. I had a 47-point uh, lead. I had a 47-point lead, and my opponent had Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and um, Javante Williams. I had Jerry Judy, but he obviously, like you said, he only got six points, but he just enough. I won by like eight. So I, I squeezed in that win. Um, anybody else think, though, that Ken Dorsey probably isn't the actual issue with the team and that it's just like a oh, scapegoat no, he's to not. take some? He's, he's about to I, take a job at Miami as a quarterback. The University of Miami is a quarterback coach to be our new OC. I think this was just a scapegoat firing because I, oh, I, yeah, no, I think all, I think all eyes are on Sean McDermott. I think all eyes are on Sean McDermott. Oh, oh, I think he's, oh McDoofus? Oh, yeah. he can't figure shit yeah. out. Like he like yeah, like you said, substitute teacher versus used car salesman. Chris with the no, tweet but... of the year so far. I will say this though. Like the Bills, it was a ticking time bomb. I remember who said it on our NFL preview. It was one of the eight people we had on, but one of them said it. The Bills were a time bomb. It was gonna happen. We didn't know I, it was gonna happen eventually and Tick, tick, boom. Here we are. They lose to Mr. Unlimited. Mr. Unlimited. Trying to find his nickname, Mr. Unlimited. Broncos country. Let's rock. Yeah, but the issue with Josh Allen is that Brian Dable had him in check, and um, the last two seasons without Brian Dable, he has continued to regress and regress. Well, and the issue okay, isn't Ken Dorsey. It's, well, listen, like Brian Dable should come back to Buffalo because apparently this thing in New York ain't working out right now, I brother. Don't, I don't know if they're going to jump the gun on it, but I mean, I honestly don't see if you 
fire Brian Dable, I don't see how you keep Joe Shane. I mean, it's not like Joe Shane did anything to. Oh help no, this they're team both out. fucked. Like this that New York thing—they gambled on the wrong stallion, man. They 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 doubled yeah. down when they should have cleared house. They had it random, out. but they in they should have put say they, room. They should have ran, brother. They they should have called on last call, but they're like, no, nah, one more round. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, random, but on the flip side in New York with the Jets, honestly, I don't see. I know a lot of people are calling for a lot of people to get fired, but there's one thing stopping touch anybody. Anything. Don't no. touch anything. The reason, listen, I'm, I'll i be honest with you, every game that we lose, I'm losing a little bit of faith in solid because there's just some things that are going on that I don't understand why it's happening. And same with the offense and everything like that. But there's one man that this team does not want to piss off that they owe a lot of money to next year, and that is Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers came here. Because he loves Nate Hackett. He's familiar with his system. He's comfortable in the system. And to be honest with you, Robert Sala is a fantastic human being. He probably looks at Sala and is like, this is a coach that will let me do whatever I want to do and uh, not going to give me issues. Probably real. Probably thinks that he's just, he's not, listen, he's not disciplined. He's not stern with his players. You know what I mean? Like he probably is like, all right, this is a head coach I can get along with. He's not going to yell at me or whatever like that. So that'll be a cakewalk. So they're going to keep everybody. Just for Except that next for year for one. Dalvin Cook. Yeah, Dalvin Cook's going. Coaching staff-wise, everybody will return, and they'll see how next year goes with healthy Rodgers. Even Dang. though, breaking news to everybody, Brian Rodgers is coming back, and he's coming back in the middle of December. He has said it. He said his return date is going to be middle of December. Aaron Rodgers football, yeah. second, third week of December. There you so go. So it's um, like week 13. Week 13. I, 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 Week 15, uh, week 15. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, that's a good idea. I should really pick them up in some leagues. I need to claim them in now. Yeah. Five weeks yeah, ahead um, of time. After the Black Friday game, it's the Falcons, and I forget who's after the Falcons, but whoever's after the Falcons, I would target for that. Honestly, we could be six and eight. I just want to come back so we could beat the freaking Patriots. That's all you need, man. Break the streak. Um, My one thing I was going to say about all of this is that – I really, 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 really want to ask you, Matt. You've been to every Jets home game. Have you seen a Dalvin Cook Jets jersey yet? No. And you know what's funny? Remember remember when I asked you about that jersey guy that you went to that you got your Wentz jersey to be a brown jersey? I got I got work done from him. Came out fantastic. My poor mother had a I bought her a, a Jamal Adams jersey because her her um her last name is Adams, so you know it just made sense. It was her name on the jersey. Now, now she just then, got the personalized jersey. Yeah, well, yeah. It's missing except, I know, I know. No, except sent it to the guy and I got Cook's name on the back for her, so she can wear a current player's jersey. Now he's not doing shit for us, but we just yeah, released Michael Carter. Not going anywhere. This year, at least. Yeah. Michael Carter, free agent. Anybody wants a running back? He's 24. Shifty little guy. He's going to get signed by tomorrow morning. Let's be honest. He'll probably get signed by, like, the Rams because their guys, their backups are just hurt. The Rams are that one team that always needs a running back. They got Wentz, man. The, the team's going to come up. <laughs> yeah, the Rams are about Rams to fucking win bad. the Super Bowl. That's bro. what I want. They're going to they're gonna squeeze in that seventh wild that's, card. That's what I want. Rams are literally going to – all right, we got we got to do one sentence game. One sentence game is brought to you by the amazing people at candidates.com. 
promo code belly up 20 for 20% off. I cannot find the freaking whatever the hell this is. Oh, there it is. Nice. Um, we're going to start off. Maddie, you got the games ready? I got them on my phone. All righty. And I got the timer ready. We're going to start off. Maddie, game first game. All right, we got Thursday night football, the Chicago Bears at the Carolina Panthers. And this game went exactly as you imagine it would probably go. There was not one touchdown scored by either quarterback. Um, however, the Bears were victorious 16-13. to Not a lot to say. Not very exciting. As I said, ex- as expected game, if you see this matchup. We did an entire segment dedicated to things we would do that jo- involved mom's about, jokes about Kevin's mom. Me chugging a bottle of Everclear, smoking an entire carton of cigarettes. I believe Chris did something that was a crime in four states. What was that? Or maybe Kelsey. Somebody did some. Somebody said something that was a crime in like three or four states. I can't remember. I had a lot to drink on Thursday night. I gotta find my list now. I don't. Oh, it was man. not me. Somebody again? had a. Somebody said something that was a crime in like three or four states. I got too much yeah, shit on my plate. That's unbelievable. I can't. I got no time to even break break rules. Yeah, mine was about getting beat up by like three different people. Yes, buddy. I have not changed these banners in about six months, oh, and I have to. Sh- shout out to my buddy. I don't know if he's still. Uh, I don't know if he's still listening, but shout out to my buddy Skywarn Spotter Ken. He's a. Uh, you're. He's actually an Eagles fan. He oh yeah, no, my, no, I, oh. I think he friended me on Facebook. I was wondering who this Ken he guy was. was. My, uh, he was my guy. season ticket holder section usher for at least six years. Fantastic person. Just is amazing, amazing, amazing human being. Um, I miss him a lot. The section's not the same without him. But shout out to Ken. And, um, you know, as you guys would love, he is also a fellow Eagles fan. Go Birds! Go Birds! Yeah, I was doing that shit on Sunday because there was somebody yelling like some bullshit about the Eagles. And I'm just in the middle of a fucking bar going, yo, bro. <laughs> just like a fucking asshole. Oh, my God. And, and Kev, it sucks you couldn't make it there on uh, Thursday, brother, because you would have fucking pissed yourself with McCarthy's joke. Uh, if you want to go watch it, go back and check it out on our YouTube. So, like, towards the end of the show. Um, we got to keep going. Intern, Thursday Night Football, go. Or non-intern. Oh. Oh. Oh man, intern! I remember those days. Uh, no, I mean this game sucked, man. This morning? As advertised, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Tyson Fury Bajit, man. I mean, guy's gonna steal the job from uh, Justin Fields. I don't know. This game was terrible. I don't really have much to say. Good one for the Bears. Um, yeah, that, I mean, I don't really have much for this game to be honest with you. It's, it's okay. As bad as advertised. All right. Next up, we're going. Oh, moving on. The worst game of the week. This game is so bad, America should apologize to Germany. Another game where not one offensive quarterback scored a touchdown. Um, it is the Colts versus the Patriots. The Colts won 10-6. to This is, I feel bad for Germany. They probably think American football is this terrible every single freaking week. The, I don't even know how, I don't, there's nothing to really say about this game. It's just that bad. Um, the Patriots, you'll love to see it. Terrible. Apparently, Germany is a really big NFL following, so that's really cool. So they were fine with it. Also, we gave them a great game last week. But also, maybe this game is just reparations for World War II. We're not sure yet. Um, um, Jonathan Taylor got a touchdown. That's all I care about. We're good. All right, go, Chris. 
yeah, uh, Big Mac Jones sucks. Um, he's got benched <laughs> for like the 15th time in his career. Uh, Bailey, it, it zapping in, came in, uh, threw a pick. Honestly, I thought he was going to go down and win the game for them, but ended up losing. Um, just a weird game overall. Uh, I had nobody in fantasy, so I can't really talk about that, but good for JT getting a touchdown. Uh, yeah. My biggest, my biggest thing was just, it was just it was an awful game. Moving on, this was so bad. I, I it was like I don't even want think this game should be played on American soil. We'll go play in England, okay? Like make the Brits suffer. Is it? You know, it's funny. I I think Mac Jones is getting a Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson type treatment where he's just. I I think Mac Jones could be a, a pretty good quarterback in this league just with the right system. I just think they haven't been doing yeah. anything to just help the guy out. Like you're you're giving him Kendrick Bourne and you know you give him like Nelson Aguilar and Devontae Parker and who, what is he going to do with that? Anyways, moving on. One of the best games of the week, and it's time to put some respect on that name: Houston Texans and Cincinnati Bengals. C.J. Stroud is him, as me and Jared and Mason My have said. Pick, baby. My upset pick, baby. Have said before the draft even started, C.J. Stroud was going to be the best quarterback in that draft. I love what you are, Grandfather. And Kelsey said, "I thought I picked like fucking Will Levis." I'm like, shut the fuck up, Kelsey. No, I think you might have been like you at one point you might have been like, you know, high on Will Levis, but you, you never I was said he high on Will Levis, but like Stroud was my dude. I was banging the drum for this yeah, guy no, from the You guy never guy. you never said he was the best quarterback. Stroud. I think Kelsey like, just smokes his own shit too much. That's the problem. <laughs> but, and then, like, uh, no, a meat joke. I think he just smokes his own poop because like there's no way in hell like I am not delusional. Fan, fantastic game. Texans, I bet you slip into a wild card game of the year. Fun to watch. He's doing it with Stroud is him. But for the love of Christ, like, listen, can Nico like, Collins and Damian Pierce get back on the fucking field? My fantasy like, team is as much depth as the as LeBron's Cavs do in that first series against the fucking Warriors. Jesus, yeah, it looks like a fucking skeleton top there. Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Tank Dell, John Mechie, Robert Woods, Devin Singletary, Mike Boone. Like they, those aren't those aren't elite names. No, and he's but they're doing good. That. It's, a, it's a Madden team. It's a bunch of B minus guys. With an A plus he's making the most out of him. Imagine if he had DeAndre up. Hopkins. Yo, fuck. Imagine if he had like Andre Johnson. <laughs> shit, let's, let's throw that shit yeah. in there. Yeah. Imagine oh, if he had like Bill O'Brien, a genius coach. Oof. All right, stop All right, it. Stop it. You're in the corner. Nice. I'm putting you in the corner. Nice. That comment was out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt. All right. I'm sorry, Chris. It's your take. Go. Um. Yeah. I mean. That, that game was amazing. Um, I, I did see that Tyler Boyd dropped a game-winning touchdown to take the lead against the Texans so at the end of the game. Um, also, so Devin Singletary. Have you guys ever seen him rush for 150 yards in his career? I've never seen that before. Well, he played for the Bills. That should tell you something right there. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. They throw the ball 55 times. But, um, yeah. It was a great game. down 30 times. That's clutch. Yeah. Fun fact, there was a legit debate in my fantasy chat because somebody wanted to trade Devin Singletary for Devonta Smith, and his reasoning was because he's the primary number one back that he's trading for the guy's wide receiver three on his team that it was even. Nah. I'm trying he to... Got ro- he got roasted. Wide receiver three, is he smoking meth? What? Like, who's two? He, he, he goes by because he was his third receiver on his roster that he was a wide receiver three, not in, like, real life. But, like, still doesn't – that still doesn't commute to – So he declares to, like, him yeah. a, a, a real-life wide receiver three. How dare you shame the Slim Reaper, you scumbag? 
He, so I would have uh, tried to first Devontae Smith, by the way. One of the greatest humans of all yeah, time. Yeah, that was wild. Anyways. All right. Next, next game. Uh, this is another, I mean, the, the matchup isn't great, but it wasn't a bad game. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. The Packers continue to just torpedo. Jordan Love is not what they wanted him to be after he sat behind Rodgers for three years, which two of them were MVP years. And listen, don't don't get it twisted. Kenny Pickett sucks. Kenny Pickett is not good, but that defense is good, and he is what he's. It's like the Jets; they have a good defense. They just needed a quarterback to be above average. That is what he's been doing for them. It's working out, and they're six and three. And congrats to the Steelers. Packers are booty cheeks. Um, the Steelers aren't much better, but they just have like one of the easiest schedules in football, besides their division. So, you know. Like, congrats, you got a good defense. Your quarterback ain't terrible. George Pickens caught a pass, fellas. Hit positive yardage. Three catches. I love it. It was, like, it was such a slow a news week. It was such a slow news week in the NFL. We were talking about fucking George Pickens wanting out of Pittsburgh for like a week. Still catches fucking passes. Yeah. Right, Elijah Moore 2.0. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Steelers defense came up big again when it mattered. Uh, it seems like that's been the majority of their wins has just been relying on their defense. Um, Kenny Pickett just doesn't really do anything. Uh, their run game was pretty well. Warren played well. Najee Harris actually had a good game. His second good game this year, fantasy-wise. Um, yeah, this was just a this was just a weird game to me. Um, Steelers defense is going to keep reigning supreme. Um, if they go to the playoffs, it's going to be because of their defense, and you know they deserve a lot of credit. Well, there you go. All right, next game up, Mr. Matt. We've got the uh, – that's another shitty one, but it's the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, it, no, it's remember, so weird. We can man. also say pass if we don't want to talk about this game at all. Or we can say uh, pass. Answer. Yeah, I don't know if Will <laughs> Levis is going to be a one-hit wonder or not. Uh, uh, yeah, I got him. Will Levis didn't have a good game. I don't want to talk about it. Baker Mayfield, my backup fantasy quarterback, delivers. Uh, this, this is shit, we can move shit on. Game. You don't have to. Yeah. Fuck. AFC South is a disgrace. Yeah. NFC South. Sorry. Yeah. NFC South. Yes. Uh, moving on. A much better game. This is going to be a very fun division. But the Cleveland Browns upsetting the Baltimore Ravens 33 31. The Ravens at one point had a 17 3 lead and they squandered it and lost 33 31. They're starting to be like the Falcons where they can't hold on to those double digit leads. Yeah. Um, but let's shout out to the Browns. They're figuring out ways to win no matter who's quarterback. Um, they're really making a run for that division. They're definitely going to get one of those wild cards. This game cost me $100. Ah. The fuck, guys? Well, I, the one I week I say the Ravens are the Super Bowl favorites for the AFC, they fucking shoot my wallet. Fuck Baltimore. Respectfully. Uh, I, I can't stand the Ravens. Um, I'll say this. If the Ravens play... They don't have a home game in the playoffs. Say they have, like, an away game. I, I do not think they win it. I think Lamar fumbles the bag like he usually does in the playoffs. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they lose in the first or second round. I just think, like, the AFC North is too stacked where it's, like, I just don't know, like, if, uh, like, Who's going to come out on top? I don't even know if the Ravens are like a Sherlock for a division. What do they have, like a one-game lead over the Steelers and the Browns now? I mean, still, this division can still go to anyone. 
And it's just crazy how they had a 17-point lead. I had the, the Ravens defense, and they were they had 15 points coming out of the gate. They had the pick six. And then they ended up, I think, with five points or three points. So yeah, no, that literally is the reason points. why my game got close in fantasy because yeah. the Ravens defense shot me in the foot. I will say this, though, and we're going to move on from this game unless um, anybody else has a comment. Um, any given Sunday, it's a real fucking thing, fellas. And we were talking about last week, Baltimore was the juggernaut we all thought they were, and then they get shit on by a division rival. Um, Baltimore is still, I think, the best team in the AFC. Um, I think we're going to – I have a different take, obviously, in Detroit-San uh, Diego, which we'll talk about in about five minutes. But, I yeah. Baltimore still a good team. They had a bad week. Detroit caught uh, Cleveland caught them slipping. They got cocky. We'll probably kill them play next week. So it's it's not going to be too bad. But all right, next game, Maddie, go. All right, we got a massacre on our hands. That is the 49ers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. A game that was a 34 to three score in the favor of the Niners. Um, listen, the Niners went on a three game losing streak. They had the bye. They got some people back healthy. They turned it up on the Jaguars. Uh, just a bad game for the Jaguars. We all get those days, but shout out to the Niners for getting back on track. This game cost me five hundred dollars. That's it. Jeez. Jesus Christmas. The last no, game my cost bet you. was my bet was six dollars, but my payout oh, if this hit in my parlay four by six pack. Not only would I had a perfect week, I would have also been five hundred bucks richer. I could have paid off my student loan for the next three months or two months. Whatever. Fuck you, Jacksonville. Respect. Yeah, they, they they stunk. Uh, Brocco Clock, Chris, the intern McCaffrey, and George Skittles. I mean, dude, just, just the fucking boys just fucking went off. It was a bounce Debo. back week after the uh, after the bye. Um, yeah, it was a bounce back week after the bye. Um, I just didn't see the Jags losing four games in a row. Uh, like you said, I think it was last week you said the Jags are undefeated. Was it you said it? The Jags are undefeated on the road. They won four road games. I think it was either Matt or Kelsey who said it. Yeah. Uh, probably Kelsey. 41. That's a good nickname. 41. That's good. 41. Go Birds. Go Birds. Oh, God. Now we got, oof, put some respect on his name. Josh Dobbs of the Minnesota Vikings can, keeps continuing oh. to find ways to win. This I'm, I'm really happy for this guy. This guy went from being on one of the worst teams in the league to, to going on to the Vikings, who at the time were under 500. Now they got them at 6-4. and four. They are back in the race for possibly the division, which I still think is going to be the Detroits. But they're squeezing into a potential wild card. No eyebrows. Josh Dobbs is getting it done, looking good, and is in line for a nice payday. He's not going to be a starter next year, I don't think, but he's going to have a nice payday for a solid backup job. <laughs> Let it sink in! <laughs> Can you take the assassin is coming for your ass! <laughs> Do you see videos of Vikings man shaving their eyebrows off for him? Oh my god, I love it! I love that this man's like medical condition has become like a calling card oh, for Vikings fans. If only um, the Jets flipped a six rounder. Listen, I love Josh Dobbs' story. I love the fact this man literally is a fucking rocket scientist. I use that usually as an insult to people because usually it's referring to me as a moron. But um, it's also I think technically a compliment to rocket scientists. Uh, anyway. Listen, my dad's a Vikings fan. I keep trying to tell him he's got to watch these games because he's like, he doesn't want to watch because he's like, oh, they suck. And I'm like, Dad, Josh Dobbs, baby, you can't knock him. 
that you green go flaring motherfucker. You gotta listen. All right, Chris, go. Uh, yeah, I mean, Derek got hit by a car this week. Get it? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, Dobbs. I'm rooting, Do- I'm rooting for Dobbs, dude. Like, like Jonathan Gannon. He went to Jonathan Gannon the previous week, and uh, you know they were just talking. And Gannon told him that he was going to be starting this week, and then he said okay. And then he came back to him and said, "I'm not. You're not going to be playing this week." And then he's like a little confused. And then he asked if he's getting traded. Gannon lied to his face and said no. And then he got traded to the Vikings. So I'm glad he's playing well for the Vikings. They got Alvin the Chipmunk Kamara had a decent game, and Chris Olave Garden scored six receptions, 94 yards on a TD. At him in fantasy, so I'm not complaining. I'm happy for Dobbs, though. That's my guy. That's just now. Nah, now nah, I want a Wentz Rams jersey if I win the six pack. I was thinking about Dobbs, but I'm like, you know what? Why would you do that to yourself? Because I it's, like you know it's free NFL jerseys. It's a it's, no, it's well, free. Is it? I mean, no. Listen, it's not free. You, I mean, it was free when Mason was here, but now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you guys pay more than thirty three bucks. So like, listen, do what I did. You just find one on eBay for. Oh no, bucks. I'm I'm finding full price. I don't give a fuck. I'll just pay the difference. I want oh, my no, double, I'm talking about this kid if he wants a Wentz Rams. I want my double XL Kelly Green Jalen Carter jersey. Oh That's yeah, dude. I, I just... Honestly, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I might dude, I'm, look I'm into a Quincy Williams. I might look into a Quincy Williams. I mean, the guy who almost took Hertz's head off in the preseason last year is scummy. Yeah, you, you, the all, you talk about the all-pro first-team linebacker. I want a Marcus Mariota yes, Bird jersey, too. What? What, what, is, what is wrong What is wrong with you? With you? Yes. you okay? <laughs> what kind of chaos are you trying to unfold? I just got promoted. That's what happened. Yeah, like, have you I been think... drinking? I called you at 4.30 or what's going I think, on? I think you need to get tested for COVID. Yeah, it's, You're it's, feeling under the weather. It's for the content. Well, I think you need to get tested for cocaine, not COVID. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. You need it. You need. Well, starting to sound like the guy for like every. Yeah. Like, oh my god! All right, <laughs> move on. This is gone. For All minutes. right, we have the Cardinals and the Falcons, a game oh, where gosh. Tyler Heineke only completely threw for fifty-five yards, but Kyler Murray coming back in Kyler Murray fashion, using his legs to get some touchdowns in, using his arm. Carolina or Carolina Cardinals win twenty-five to twenty-three. Not they're not making any sort of any kind of run. They're two and eight. They're done. But you know what? Hey, this is his way to show them. Hey, listen, I'm still the guy for the future. Build around me. Don't draft to replace me. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But shout out to Kyler Murray, first game back. W. Silver spoon, baby boy, bitch boy. Uh, Arthur Smith loses again. Um, <laughs> apparently, apparently, you ain't FedEx because you couldn't deliver. Uh, once again, uh, Kyle. Hey, listen. As much as I want to shit on Kyler Murray for being a baby bag bitch. Good, good uh, comeback. Nice scramble, by the way, in the last drive. Just wiggling through. Um, the Falcons are a meme again, which is just, you know, all is right with the world. Shout out to our boy, Stacy. I'm sorry your Falcons are a meme right now. R.D. Smith's got to go. <laughs> got anything, Chris? Yeah, they, uh, they finally... Yeah, I was just say they finally started using uh, Bijan Mustard Robinson in the red zone again. They're not taking away Arthur Smith. That's yeah, like I mean, I I picked up Kyler Murray. Thank you, Mason. Weeks ago, you told me to pick up Kyler Murray, so I did. I have him as trade bait in my one league. If anybody wants to trade for a QB, I'm taking offers. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, I guess it's a good win for the Cardinals. Uh, they're one and eight, so they're really not going to do anything this season. Um, I don't know. Like, they have the first pick in the draft, right? I think the Patriots might have it. Patriots of the Gi- no, like Giants they have, have the first pick. Right now, the uh, the Panthers have it because they haven't won a game yet. Oh yes, so yes, the yes. Bears have it. Fucking so the Panthers, Panthers aren't taking a quarterback. Bears, right? Yeah, the Panthers, Panthers are taking a quarterback though. Panthers are yeah. probably taking that tackle out of. Uh... Panthers are one and eight. I don't know who the hell they won. They should take oh, Marvin Texas, Harris. Texas, Texas, Texas. It was the most Anyways. ridiculous low-scoring game of all time where, like, I think Miles Sanders got one carry for four yards. All right, next Oof. up, Matt. Next next up was probably arguably the best game of the week. It came down to three points, and the Lions walked away victors. It was a 41-38 victory, Lions over the Chargers. A game I think we all knew was going to be a high-scoring game. Shout-out to the Lions for getting back on track with this W. The Chargers go down. Brandon Staley continues to be a shit coach can't wait for them to fire him maybe but that Detroit's seven and two one of the best teams in the NFC when we're running away with that division with ease shout out to Dan Campbell I think this game just reiterated everything I thought about Detroit they are still a tier two team in the, in the NFC there's only one tier it's tier 1a and tier 1b 1a is of course Philadelphia tier 1b is San Francisco and then it's Detroit. I think Detroit is still the third best team. We talked about this on Thursday. I still this game kind of reiterated because honestly, Detroit could not stop Justin Herbert, but they were able to find a way to win, which is what great teams do. There was a lot of things they could have done better, but they made it work. So you know what, Detroit, you're in my respect. You still got a lot of work to do. I'm gonna now give you the same lens I give the Eagles, the 49ers, the Chiefs. And the Ravens, where it's like, yeah, you win, but you could have done so many things fucking better. Welcome to the top five in Jared's in Jared's madhouse. Congratulations. By the way, my top five teams in the NFL, I always look at with like a fine comb tuned print. I don't like, unless you beat a team by 50, even then I'll be like, you held too much. Perfection, gentlemen. All right, Chris. As he's frozen in the greatest face of all time. There he is. Chris, you back? You good? Okay. Yeah, I was like, my connection's not working. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I'm back. Jeez, that that scared me. I was like, oh, well, I'm kicked out. Um, Yeah, yeah, uh, this game was awesome. Um, Yeah, golf just came in, won another road game. Uh, E-Town, 7-2. They're scary. They're very scary. Um, I would not want to play this team, honestly. I cannot believe the first time in my life I'm saying I would not want to play the Detroit Lions. That, if you would have told me that five years ago, I would have laughed at you. Um, the Chargers lose in the most Charger way. Uh, they get screwed out of the game. Uh, well, they didn't really get screwed out. They just, I mean, they lost by field goal. But Chargers always lose in the most heartbreaking fashion. Um, both quarterbacks had a great game. Both, both running backs had a good game. Keenan Allen blew up in fantasy. Had him too. Help me. Played against um, him. Yeah. Twice. Sorry. Sending my condolences. Um, one, yeah, one, overall, one, one. Good game. Um, oh, yeah, no, that was just, it was crazy. I still think the, I think the, the free Justin Herbert, bro. Yeah, free, free shirt. Sure, <laughs> yeah. 
Coming into the uh, the home stretch of the games, entering that final quarter, we got the Giants and the Cowboys. Uh, a game where it's about 127 total yards of offense for. Yeah, just I feel for Tommy DeVito. I mean, he's he's, yeah. he's a rookie that wasn't probably expected to play this year, and his first start in the NFL is against the Cowboys. Dak Prescott like, goes for four. It's like a pro wrestler yards. being of a midget. This wasn't even fair. It's like, it's like those the uh, matches so where, bad. It's like those wrestling matches where like they'll have two guys in the ring that are just like underground talent that's still training to be something, and they just have Kane come in and just take them in a two on one match and just destroys them. It's, it's just Kane, horrifying. It, it's, it's horrifying. <laughs> All of it. It's just I couldn't watch. I remember my first WWE show, or one of my first WWE shows. There was a there was a tag team in the 2005. It was like the Heartbreakers. Nobody, they were nobodies. They were they were nothing special. And then fucking Kane comes out and takes them in a two on one match, and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on? All right, all right, Chris, no, I'm going to WrestleMania. Ooh, oh wow, I wish I could go. I was going to go by house right, hunting. Uh, Fifteen seconds, Chris, go. <sighs> uh, yeah, Cowboys. Dakota Prescott just went off. Uh, Giants stink, like usual. Tommy Danny DeVito um, just didn't really do anything. Not surprised about this outcome. Um, Help me in fantasy again. I picked up Prescott. There you go. Bad move as an Eagles fan, but eh, I'll take the points. I have Tony Pollard. It's bitten me in the ass. I, I started to bench him on every team I have one. All right, anyway. Got him, too. Drafted him in the second round. Next game. I scooped him in free agency. My buddy had to drop him because of bye weeks. Um, Next Maddie, game. Go. Commanders and Seahawks. Seahawks win late score 29-26. To be honest with you, really not a lot to say about this this game. I mean, the Seahawks, they're up and down. Commanders, only reason why they're not winning games is because the defense is not good. Um, but honestly, my bold prediction for the end of this year is that Ron Rivera is fired and Eric Bieniemy is hired in replacement of him as head coach. There you go. And yes, I agree with this. Marquise Bell is on my hit list. This dude literally broke Dallas Goddard's arm. He broke Dallas Goddard's arm. I want his head in a spike. Um, all right. All I'll say is this. Here we go, commies. Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, both teams are not great. Uh, Seattle is going to be that first team out in the wild card. They regress, even though their defense looks awesome. I don't know what the fuck happened to Geno. It's kind of depressing. Because I was, we are Geno stands here in this podcast, but it's unfortunate. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I still got all love for Geno. I just don't. I think that. I honestly, I think that with every Jets quarterback that's ever drafted, is that he enters a pretty bad regime. He's not going to succeed. But a lot. Yeah, they're still six and three. They got time. Oh boy, this game. I've already said what I got to say about it. Jets and Raiders. Jets lost because of themselves. Every single time they scored a touchdown, it was called back because of offensive holding, offensive chop block, offensive offsides. Uh, they they lost because of themselves. If they just did not, they had team discipline. They didn't commit all these penalties. They would have won at least nineteen to sixteen because they had a touchdown call back because of their own doing. So this team continues to torpedo because of themselves and nobody else but themselves. I was I wasn't even gonna time you now. I thought you were gonna go off, uh, Chris. Uh, you, I didn't get to say anything. You didn't get to say anything about um, commies and Seahawks. You got anything else on that one? Are you good? Uh nothing. Uh, I don't really have anything. All right. I don't really got much. Sam is now for you. Um, right. Antonio Pierce showed up wearing black Air Force Ones. That should have told you everything you need to know right there. That's that's drip for less. That's drip, bro. That's called he's going I, to fuck your shit up. 
He's the second interim head coach for them that's got this team on the right track, and I hope the Raiders don't make the same mistake twice and let this guy walk because I I, I, I think he should be the next coach for them. I know. Rich Versace should probably be the That's better than what I thought. Um, Devontae Adams actually had a good game. First time in five weeks for you fantasy owners. Um, Took him in the first round thinking, you know, he's going to have a good year again. Uh, Just had the last five weeks off because, you know, no quarterback could give him the ball whatsoever. Um, He threw a a temper tantrum on the sideline. I deem he's going to be a Jet next season with Aaron Rodgers. Open for that because it'd be pretty cool to see, you know, one last dance. But um, Zach Wilson stinks. Um, I'm hoping for Rodgers come back sooner, la- sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, I mean, give it, uh, give it four more the, weeks. Yeah, another month. Week 15. Put in your claim now. Oh, right. I can't believe that motherfucker's coming back. Anyways, um, don't differ. I don't give a shit. As he's right, last but not least, come back. Last but not least, uh, surprisingly a very good game, which nobody thought was going to be a good game, but the Broncos and the Bills. Broncos win in a late field goal, 24-22. to Russell Wilson is looking like he's getting back on track. This team is starting to win games, getting a little more little more gritty with everything. Um, yeah, the Bills are just torpedoing. It's beautiful to see it. They're just collapsing. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're out of the playoff race. They're in the hunt now. They got the Jets next week, and uh, usually I'd be terrified, but uh, honestly, I think this could be a 50-50 shot if Zach Wilson can play like he did last week. But shout-out to the Broncos getting it done, knocking the mighty Buffalo Bills off. Uh, Broncos Let's ride. That's all I got to say. Let's ride. Also, hit um, this time, call me. Yeah, hit, hit up Jared. If you if you don't, I'll jump into shark-infested waters. Um, anyway, um... So, yeah, the uh, Bills had 12, 12 men on the field. Uh, Russell Wilson played for Seattle. Um, the 12th man is, like, a big thing there. Um, so, yeah, it was it was a, it was a miracle. Um, it was just hilarious that the Bills lost in that fashion. Josh Allen, well, I mean, they finally ran the ball to James Cook. He hit, like, I think, like, a 50-yard run, took him down all the way to, I think, like, the 10. They converted. They got a touchdown. Um, Broncos came back. One in the most Bronco fashion ever. So shout out South Park, um, Broncos country. Let's ride. All right, all right. We are now going to go into the first ever edition of Belly Up. I mean, sorry, Corner Booth Knockout. So we're only going to do about, I'd say we're going to do like five teams tonight. We, this got one sentence game got a lot of credit. Hand. We talked a lot of college football today. So we're going to do five teams. I'm going to. We're going to start with the Carolina Panthers. We're probably going to work our way up to, I'd say, maybe Tennessee. We'll go from there. All right, corner booth knockout. First team, who is more likely to win a Super Bowl? The Carolina Panthers. Who is going to win with first? Sorry, more likely to win a Super Bowl like sooner. Carolina Panthers, New York Giants. Chris. Um, I'm gonna go. Fuck. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Giants. I think the Giants get a QB replacement. All right, Maddie. I think it's going to help me. I I'm also going with the Giants on this one. I think the Panthers are a ways away. We don't know if 
Bryce Young is going to be the answer at quarterback right now. But the Giants, they got a gritty, they got a tough defense, and they got playmakers on offense. They just need to find that quarterback that's going to work well in that system. So I, I think the Giants would win a, a Super Bowl before the Panthers. I wanted to be a meme and be like, oh, Panthers. No, I can't do that to myself. Oh, clean sweep, Giants advance. Giants advance, taking on the team they lost to in two Super Bowls, the New England Patriots. Who is more likely to win a Super Bowl, gents? The Giants or Patriots? Who's to, who's closer? I, I think I got to go with the Giants again. I, I got to go with the Giants too, man. I, I, it's the just, way that the Patriots have been yeah. building their team post-Brady is not at all anything impressive or promising. They just continue to just get worse and worse and worse as the years go by. Belichick's treating Mac Jones like Brady where he gives him nothing and expects amazing results and it's not going to happen. So I think the Giants are in better shape. Um. All right. Wait. You guys, we all clean sweep Giants, still, right? Kristen, go. Chris, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm all taking right. the Giants as well. I mean, quarterback away. All right, Cardinals, Giants. I'm gonna go Cardinals. I, I Kyler Murray is their leg up. He is their leg yeah. up. They have their quarterback. He may be a pain in the ass. I think his his ACL injury humbled him. That I saw a different Kyler Murray. It was a little sloppy, but. The kid looked like he wanted it on Sunday. That was different. I think I think if you're going to talk about it until the Giants, because it's still a big if they find that quarterback, Tyler is a good quarterback. He's not great, but he's not bad. And honestly, the Cardinals have proven they're willing to go out and make moves for the players. So now that Steve Kimes finally got um, Give me the Cardinals here. Uh this is tough. It's an even team. I know. This um, is why I, I mean, love this game. This is great. I, to be honest with you, as an entire offense, I think I lean on the Giants. Quarterback wise, I definitely lean on Kyler. Um, but I think I think you know Saquon's better than James Conner. I think you know Jalen Hyatt and you know the rest of that receiving core and Darren Waller is better than you know Rondale Moore and Zach Ertz and you know Marquise Brown. But ah. You, ah, fucking, this tough. I, I think I might actually stick with the Giants on this one. All right, Chris, you're a tiebreaker. Uh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch over. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals here. Uh, I'm the same reason yes! as you. I think Cardinals advance. I, I do think Kyler has definitely stepped the shit up. Um, yeah, a lot of times, man, it just takes an injury for just for an attitude of a quarterback to change, and it just means for like any player because, like, again, you can't take the the game for granted. I mean, any given day, you can get hurt. Um, so I think it's going to be a big wake up call for him. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. All right. Three more left. Here we go. Um, Cardinals bears. Cardinals bears. I'm going to go with the bears only because they have a lot of draft capital coming in a lot. Even if let's say Justin Fields rallies and comes back off his injury looking great. You get a tackle, you get a quarter, you get a receiver, or you get a receiver, you trade one of those picks back and get more picks. I think the Bears have a lot more to work with here. Oh, I didn't go. Um, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go with the Bears. I think they got, they're in a little better shape defensively. They got some pieces that they can work around. They got Montez Sweat over there. Um, 
I I think Justin Fields, I like Fields. I don't think he's, you know, I don't think he, I'm not trying to overhype him like a lot of people do, but I think if you you give him something more than DJ Moore, pun intended, I think he'll be fine. He's got nobody. Darnell Mooney is not looking good. He's got nobody else besides Moore. And Cole Komet is looking to be pretty, pretty nice tight end for them. Um, they need running back help. They need offensive line help. They need receiver help. They're a ways away, but I think they're going to be in better shape if they can draft well than um, the Cardinals. I'll take the Bears on that one. All right, two more here. Uh, Chris, you gonna agree with this? You lone wolfing? Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bears as well. You okay, guys have pretty different. good reasoning. I was gonna say the same right. thing. Two more. Last one. This one's going west, second last one. West Coaster, uh, Rams or Bears. Remember, Chris. Tell Chris. Remind me that we're leaving off with the Titans for next Tuesday. Okay. The Titans? Okay. So whichever team wins these next two plays the Titans in this game. Okay. Um I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the fuck. I'm gonna you know what it's gonna be a tough one, but I'm gonna go Bears. I'm gonna go Bears just because I think the Rams are aging. And I think if they don't have anything figured out short term, then they're gonna start the rebuild process um like you said i think it's going to take a couple things for the the bears to get improved like an o-line a better o-line another weapon i think the running backs are actually okay i do like khalil herbert um yeah i'm gonna have to go with the bears this is another that's a tough one i'm gonna go bears as well stafford gives me promise but their lack of cap space and free agency just scares the shit out of me. So, I think the Bears' promise outweighs the dependability that is Matthew Stafford being healthy. Yeah, I'm going to stick with the Bears as well. Um, Stafford, like you said, can't stay healthy. He's not reliable. They don't have a backup behind him that can help that team win. Um, you got Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup are just fantastic. You don't really have anybody at tight end. I'm not a big Higby guy. They never have a run game. Offensive line has gotten weaker. Defense is not that bad, but I think the um, – I just don't think that they're going to really solve that quarterback thing anytime soon. And Stetson Bennett, I don't even know if he's even with the team. But um, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to still stick with the Bears on this one. I guess allegedly. I'm going to stick with the Bears. All right, I'm going to go – all right, next up, Packers to finish us off. Their rival, the oldest rivalry in pro football. The Packers are not going to be good anytime soon. Jordan Love sucks. Yeah, Jordan Love so sucks. That entire prepared. receiver core, entire Bears receiver core is mid. Run, kids. I mean, Dobbs and Dobbs and Jayon Reed to get some nice flashes out of them. Christian Watson, obviously, you know, with the speed and everything, but they they all suck. The only good they got on that team is freaking Aaron Jones. Defense sucks. Fucking, they all suck. So give me the Bears. Fuck the Packers. Even Chris's dog knows what's up. The Bears have better, bigger future. All right, Chris, finish us off here before we roll out. We're going clean sweep, all four of us? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Bears. Um, Packers are on the decline. Uh, Rodgers gone, Devontae Adams gone, a lot of pieces left. Um, yeah, Bears, they're both going in opposite directions as a franchise, I think. So, yeah, I'm sticking with the Bears. It's unfortunate, man, but it's the truth. It, it, it just sucks to be a, a Packers fan right now. Uh, you gambled and lost. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
This has been the Corbett Podcast, episode 269, I think. Nice. Um, we'll be back, obviously, on Thursday for another Corbett pregame. No idea who the hell we're bringing on. Um, that being said, folks, have a great week. We'll see you in two days. Um, by the way, our next Tuesday will be the Corner Booth Thanksgiving extravaganza. We'll do our holiday nine pack. Um, we always have a few guests on the show. Uh, hopefully we get back cruise for the third straight year. Um, I always say, Hey, we're not going to do show on Tuesdays, but actually next week we actually intentionally do it on a Tuesday because we don't have a Thursday show being at Thanksgiving. So me and the boys will be getting lately lit on a Tuesday. Um, and it'll be a good time. So that being said, uh, We'll see you guys Thursday, and then we'll see you back on a full-fledged quarterly pregame on a Tuesday. Great time. All right, boys, enjoy yourselves. Thank you so much, Uh, folks. We'll catch you guys on Thursday. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.